This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. And we're starting out our programs uh, a little differently here uh, the last couple of weeks, and we're going to start with uh, the numbers from usdebtclock.org. Our federal deficit today is $27,925,401,000,000 and change. And that's up about $26 billion since uh, our recording last week. On uh, our show, we talk about topics that are important to uh, retirement income strategies. And uh, a couple weeks ago, we started this series looking at the current economic strength or lack thereof of the U.S. financial system. And we're going to continue that today. Uh, We've covered uh, a lot about the the debt issue so far, and we're going to continue on that topic today. And when we wrap this series up, we're going to conclude with some uh, strategies, concepts that uh, you as retirees or pre-retirees might consider applying to your uh, retirement uh, income strategies. Uh, my co-host, as always, is Tony Shore, and I want to thank Tony for uh, being with us today. So we're going to pick up right here with uh, uh, just a short recap of our ending last week, and sure. then t- then Tony's going to jump in here in, in just a, a second and and, and join good. us. Okay. Well, Tony, we, we left off talking about you know pre-COVID projections that the U.S. government would be spending about 92 cents of every dollar they collect in tax revenue on the big four. And we defined the big four as Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and interest on the debt. And and as these expenditures continue to grow and compound, you know, they just root out money that the government has to do anything else with. You know, where's the money going to come from for the very popular today Center for Disease Control, uh, military, infrastructure, pensions, and so on? You know, how can the government run the country on eight cents when the 92 cents is already uh, committed to the big four programs? And I want to remind our listeners of a few quotes uh, that talk about the serious nature of, of what we're facing. And uh, then we'll uh, continue our uh, discussions. But the first quote, again, is from David Walker. And we shared last week um, a lot of information about his qualifications. And he says that the truth is the government has lost control of the federal budget. And then George Schultz, the former Treasury Secretary, says there just won't be anything left. We have a crisis on our hands. And finally, uh, Ed Slott. Uh, He is the foremost authority on uh, IRAs, 401ks, and tax policy regarding those. He says, most retirees will be caught completely off guard, completely unprepared. And um, Tony, uh, that's uh, how serious 
this uh, debt issue is. And uh, why don't you jump in here and, and uh, take us forward? Sure. Well, you're, you've painted kind of a bleak picture, uh, Mike. So uh, maybe we can switch direction now and talk about what our listeners out there can do to prepare for these things for the higher taxes that insiders like David Walker and others are warning us about. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure we don't want to leave our listeners with just by painting this bleak picture. So how do we begin, how do you begin, Mike, to help somebody prepare their retirement income plan for what might be coming? Uh, I think David McKnight uh, actually calls it the tax freight train, right? That That's right. David McKnight in his uh, book, The Power of Zero, talks about you know the tax freight train that's coming. And there's even uh, the documentary, The Power of Zero, the tax freight train that's out. The first thing that, that we'd like to, you know, convince or persuade people to do, Tony, is just be open to looking at their um, scenario, look at their picture and, and be honest with what they find there. Um, there's a, a old cartoon. Um, a lot of us may have grown up watching the you know, Roadrunner and the Coyote, and, and there's one of those that illustrates graphically the attitude that some people take. And, and in this particular cartoon with the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote, the scene opens with the Coyote standing uh, in a little booth, telephone size booth, and he's working, you know, as only as, as he can on some type of a contraption that he can use to ensnare the Roadrunner and roast him uh, for dinner. And he's so intent on the task at hand that he doesn't notice his surroundings. You see, Tony, the work shed is near a railroad track. Now, the Roadrunner is a pretty, pretty smart character. He goes up to this tr- uh, shack that uh, Coyote's in, and he starts nudging it, and he pushes it, and he pushes it gently, and it winds up with the shed sitting on top of the railroad tracks. And he's done all this without the Coyote noticing. And there's a point in the cartoon where the coyote takes a break. You know, he looks up, he wipes the sweat off of his brow, and, and as he does that, he looks out the window of the shed, and far off in the distance, he says a, sees a very faint light. Then he notices a couple of lines on the ground. And then he notices that the lines on the ground connect his shed to that far-off faint light, and he realizes that the light's moving toward him. Finally, he comes to the realization that these two lines are railroad tracks. Now, like the coyote, all of us have a a choice to make. And so what does coyote do? He reaches up and pulls down the curtain on the window and pretends that that fast approaching train (laughs) isn't there. Now, there's a lot of parallels in that story with uh, our government doing things and sometimes we don't notice. Mm-hmm. And then all too often we find that people are just unwilling to um, ask for a second opinion uh, or to even enter into discussion about what could happen to their retirement income if um, you know taxes do go up uh, in any significant measure. So we don't want that to be the, the picture of, of any our, of our retiree clients. Um, you know, all of us have worked too long and we've made too many sacrifices just to ignore the likelihood that we've been discussing for the last 
uh, few weeks. You know, we just can't afford to pretend like the coyote does in the cartoon. You know, in real life, we have a choice of preparing, and it, it's our goal that uh, those who are listening to our show will uh, be open to you know taking a look at their current scenario. Uh, if taxes don't go up, what does it look like? And then if taxes do go up, what does it look like? And we call that our before and after uh, analysis. And we think that this tax uh, picture is very real, and we think it's going to impact all of us. Well, yeah, and I think you make a great point there. And uh, I love uh, the Roadrunner and Coyote uh, (laughs) illustration because it's so true. And I remember that cartoon, and he just pulls down that little shade (laughs) as the train approaches. Yeah, Yeah, if that just uh, worked in real life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but wait a minute here, Mike, you, you said you wanted to switch gears, but we've all heard over these past months that taxes will not be raised on anyone making less than 400,000. That's what the current administration has said, at least. Uh, Do you agree with that? Not, not completely. No. And and the reason being uh, is some work that was done by the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. They're a nonpartisan think tank uh, led by Maya McGinnis. And um, let me share with our listeners what they have to say about this. Um, According to them, if all of the budgetary needs are going to be financed on the backs of people who are making $400,000 or more, it would take a tax rate in excess of 100% on those families. Well, there's no way that will work. So the committee decided to bring that income level down to 250,000. And their study shows that to finance the money that the government needs, the tax rate on families making 250,000 would have to be 80%. I don't think that will work. So they lowered the income figure all the way down to $40,000 for a family income, Tony. Um, so for the government to fund all of their spending needs to you know, make good on all of their promises, um, what income tax rate, Tony, do you think they came up with on families making $40,000 a year? Well, I'm not sure, Mike. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know that. What would the tax rate be on those making $40,000 per year? Well, Again, according to the Committee for a Responsible Budget, tax rates would have to be 40%. And Tony, that's much higher than today's historically low tax rates. And that's the story we've been trying to communicate here over the last several shows. You know, we've laid out what I feel is a very compelling argument that it's necessary to consider where federal income tax rates are going to be and how much of a bite that's going to take out of our uh, retirement income. And perhaps it's much more than, than what some people have thought. But let's spend some time talking about now what we can do uh, to prepare. So, Tony, I think the very first thing everyone needs to understand is there's been a myth perpetrated on Americans for years. And that myth is that everyone will be in a lower tax bracket when they retire. And mm. for many yeah. people... Most it, people think that, I think. That's right. But for most people, it's, it's just not true. It is a myth. You know, but based on the myth, most workers put all of their money into tax-deferred 
accounts without thinking long term. You know, tax deferred accounts being IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, and the like. But at, at Compass Retirement Advisors, we feel it's important to do some income projecting, and along with that, look at the tax deductions that one is going to have in retirement and those that they're going to lose. You know, on the day we retire, Tony, most people lose what is their largest tax deduction. Um, what do you think that one might be? Um, would it be the deduction they get for 401k and those types of retirement account contributions that they've been making? Tony, you're, you're exactly right. You're right on the money there. Yeah, once we retire, you know, we're not contributing to that 401k plan at, at work and or the, the account, you know, at the school or the account at the hospital. And for most individuals during their lifetime, that has been their largest tax deduction. You know, and on top of that, there are a host of other deductions that we have during our working lives that, that many of us won't have in retirement. You know, one of those is, you know, home mortgage interest. Maybe we've got the, the home paid off or if we're close to having the home paid off, you know, most of that payment is, is principal and not interest. You know, charitable contributions, you know, our experience shows that often in retirement, there's a little transition that takes place from, you know, writing a check or donating uh, cash that sometimes is reduced because people have more time and they give, you know, more time. Unfortunately, you know, we don't get a time deduction, you know, with, with the IRS. And there, there are many other deductions, you know, depends on the individual family. But, you know, projecting retirement income and projecting what the tax brackets might be in retirement, that is a crucial part of planning and again when we have someone come in and talk to us to the the first time and we ask them how much of of those types of discussions they've been having um with their advisor you know it's really um, a pretty pretty small amount of time is being devoted to that distribution plan right right And, and so i think that's a good point so what's the next step to take then if our listeners out there want to minimize income tax during retirement? Well, we have to understand and, and be willing to consider making adjustments to how our assets are allocated. Um, you know, where do we have our assets allocated and how are those allocations classified when it comes to taxes? And there are only three possible ways that an investment account can be uh, classified, and that is taxable, tax-deferred, and then tax-free. I like that last one. I like the last one. That would be my (laughs) choice as well. Yeah. Um, You know, and obviously a a taxable account is one where we pay taxes on the funds that are uh, generated along the way. There's not a special tax treatment on it. Now, these would be CDs, you know, savings accounts, checking accounts, perhaps um, dividends uh, on a mutual fund, uh, interest from a bond, you know, those are all examples of, of, of a taxable investment. When the earnings are reported for the year, uh, we get um, uh, you know, a 1099 or, or some equivalent, and we give that to our tax preparer, and, and we pay tax on what was earned. The second allocation is, is tax-deferred. And these are funded, contributions to a tax-deferred account are funded with pre-tax dollars. So before our money is taxed, it goes into 
these accounts, and as we've said often, these are the typical IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, and uh, many of these are provided by uh, our employer, and hopefully the employer you know, is making some type of a, a matching contribution. Once the monies go into the account, it grows tax-deferred, and then when we take the money out of the account, Everything that we take out, our initial contributions plus all of that growth is taxed at our then current tax rate. Mm. And then the final tax classification, you know, is tax-free. And I, I want to make a point right here, Tony. There's nothing that is truly 100% tax-free. Uh, even municipal bonds are not 100% tax-free. The income from a Roth is not technically tax-free because those are funded with after-tax contributions. Ah, but, so you have paid tax on the money you put in. That's right. So once the money's in the Roth account, though, and, and other uh, accounts that can be funded this way, um, we generally you know, refer to those accounts as, as, as tax-free, but it's important to make that uh, distinction. Let me circle sure. back here, Tony, to the municipal bond. You know, while the interest from the municipal bond may be free of, of state income tax and it's free from federal, the municipal bond income is included in the provisional income calculation, and that is used to determine how much of our Social Security goes on our 1040. And uh, once Social Security goes on our 1040, it's taxed at our highest marginal rate. And that is an important uh, point. Uh, if our listeners aren't aware of what provisional income is and they've not had those discussions with their advisor, um, they may be paying more in federal income tax uh, than necessary. And that's why we believe that an advisor needs to focus not just on growing the assets, but also on having these uh, classifications uh, of the assets, having the right mixes there, and to focus on that distribution plan. Yeah, and those are great points, Mike. I mean, you've talked about this uh, on each of our shows, how your firm takes a comprehensive or holistic approach uh, when creating income plans for retirees. And I'm sure that by mentioning provisional income, uh, that's uh, becoming very clear to your clients, uh, at least I hope so. And I, I'm glad you're talking about this. So what do you have next for us? Well, once we've uh, determined the dollar amount you know, our client has in each of those three classifications, again, taxable, tax-deferred, and tax-free, we need to do a few calculations and see what the anticipated income is from, from each. And from that, we'll get a ballpark on you know, how much tax they'll pay. And we, we do this calculation in, in two ways. The first is if taxes do not change we, and we stay in the current tax structure, what does the income look like? But then we also look at what if taxes go up and we'll run a couple of different um, scenarios there. And then this is where we would start to you know ask the client to work with their tax preparer. You know, their tax preparer uh, knows the full extent of, of their write-offs and their deductions and their carryovers. So we uh, like to work with the CPA or the tax preparer. And, and once we have uh, the numbers, then we can look at just how much of the hard-earned income is going to be lost uh, to Uncle Sam unless we adopt some type of 
tax strategy. So then we'll make one or more recommendations to the retiree or the pre-retiree on how we can reduce the tax. And as we, again, reduce the tax, that's more money in the client's pocket. And we work with, you know, proven strategies. Our goal, uh, a reminder to those listening, our goal is to get our clients into a zero federal tax bracket. And we've done it. We've been working with these strategies for years. Um, there are some listeners who can't get there because of the nature of, of their holdings. If they have a pension, it's very difficult. But uh, you know, even if we can uh, reduce uh, the tax brackets by one or two brackets, that's a tremendous help to uh, those who, who are listening. That's right. Well, give us an example of a strategy you might recommend that could help a client move toward that goal of zero federal income tax. Absolutely. As I said earlier, there's a right amount of money to have in each tax category. And let's just you know make some assumptions here for sake of example. Say that there's a, a pre-retiree age 55 and he or she has um, $400,000, just pick a number, in their tax deferred uh, allocation. Well, that's not a problem today. You know, it's growing inside the tax deferred plan. We all know that it'll be taxed upon distribution. So today's not the issue. The issue is what that $400,000 might grow to between age 55 and the time that we're going to start taking an income from that. So let's just do a little simple math and say that the 4% grows uh, at a rate of 5% for, you know, 10, 11 years. Now that 400,000 is worth 684,000. And that's without any additional employee contributions or employer match. So that's a conservative number. And here's where the question comes in. How much will the retiree need of that? And how will it be taxed? You know, what will the tax rate be in 10 years or in 15 years? So we want to We've ask, got to assume it's going to be higher than right. it is right now. Right. I hopefully think uh, we've made that point. Yeah. We have to ask, does it make sense to continue contributing to that account and growing that asset for retirement in a tax deferred account when taxes are at historic lows today? Yeah. It might make sense to start repositioning some of those funds or over the next few years, reposition that into some tax-free um, accounts or accounts will be tax-free when we take the money out. So sure. we can't wait until uh, we're retired and to try and address the, these issues. So it may be worth considering paying some taxes today while rates are again at historic lows so that we're not paying a much higher rate down the road and uh, even for a person who is younger than age 59 and a half there are a couple of sections of the internal revenue code that will allow them to reposition and avoid the 10 percent uh, pre age 59 and a half penalty mm. okay so uh, i i like where we're going here we're out of time though for today's show it just flew by why don't, before we go, you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Well, the best way is just to call my direct line at 812-787-0809. If I don't answer, uh, leave me a message. And then uh, they can also go to our website, compassretirementadvisorsllc.com, and uh, look at the material we have there, listen to some of our back uh, radio shows, 
and they can also uh, leave me a message and I'll get back to them. All right. Uh, Thanks for that, Mike. And listeners, we're going to continue this discussion on next week's show. So make sure you listen to that one. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with our host, Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.